Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of HMG Will I Continue? I am Joe, aka HMG, and today I have a, a really great guest, uh, somebody I've known for very long, for at least a, feels like a long time. We talked to each other like, oh, not five, about what, about seven years, I think? Six, seven years? Uh, I think it's only been about five. Oh, so. five. Well, shoot. Time flies, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, Josh, welcome to the show, man. Um, why don't you just start telling us about yourself and what you do and you know sure well first start off of uh, streaming on twitch under the old moniker of lord baron man which most people would know me from uh but nowadays i don't really go by that moniker i'm now actually running a catholic podcast um it's designed for those who are just now entering the faith trying to make sense of what they're doing i'm now actually starting to do reviews from a catholic perspective as well uh, my first episode i just released recently was on thunder force and I go on it in two perspectives. Is it really as bad as the negative reviews uh, lead you to believe? And what are the issues that people might have being, you know, coming from the point of view from faith? Gotcha. Thunder Force. What is, I can't think of, is that with, that's Ben Stiller, right? And no, no, no. It's more recent. It's uh, with Melissa McCarthy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. You like, think of Tropic Thunder. Right? Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Thunder, Thunder, right? <laughs> Yeah. Tropical Thunder, Thunder Force. Yeah, that's about that show uh, where that uh, they're like old friends, right? And then uh, yeah. they kind of grew apart, and one went to be very successful, right? And then the other one yeah. kind of stayed in whatever. I don't know. What she, yeah. Basically, in the kind of lifestyle that she was going to be leading. Um, yeah. But yeah, and basically, then they end up with superpowers and all that. So. Oh yeah, that's that's a good show. Um, yeah, everybody go check that out. Um, definitely, I'm. I haven't listened to it, but I'm sure a lot of stuff I listen to yep. here is, is very good. Sure. So, And the podcast is called Why Does God Matter? Because that's a question everybody wants to know. But nobody seems to be able to answer it. And I'm trying to hope to at least get, get people that answer. Good deal, man. Everybody needs some kind of lead or leading the right way, for sure. Right. <laughs> I'm horrible at that kind of talk, so you're more better than I am. No, no, <laughs> I it's, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so today, thank you for the introduction. Thanks for coming on the show, man. I truly appreciate it. You've been on a lot of stuff and always love to have you on anything I do, man. So thank you. Um, and, uh, so yeah, so today we're actually going to be talking about, uh, or we actually watched the episode of gun grave. All my guests that come on here, uh, they actually would be show, uh, deciding what we'll watch, which is, uh, the first episode of the, uh, the first season of an anime. Um, so it's, Pretty much just a honed in on anime and manga type of stuff. So today, or what we watched was Gun Grave. Um, and the first episode was called Destroyer in the Dusk. Now, to tell you a little bit about Gun Grave, I'm going to go to my w trusty Wikipedia um, explain a little bit about it, better what I can actually. So Gun Grave is a Japanese anime television series based on the video game, which I didn't know was a video game, of the same name created by Yoshiro uh, Naito. Hope I pronounced that right. The series follows Brandon Heat and Harry McDowell as the as they rise through the ranks of Millennium, which is a crime syndicate. It was produced by Madhouse, directed by Toshiyuku Suru, written by Yosuke Kuruto, which composed which music composed by uh, Sunio Imahori, and animated by and I'm not sure they kind of cut that out, so I'm not sure who who it was animated by. Um, it was broadcast on TV, which we know in Tokyo from 2000, October 2003 to March 2004, which it totaled in 26 episodes. 
The series was first licensed in North America by Genie Entertainment and later by Funimation, which I believe both of us watched it through at Funimation's um, app. Uh, it was, as I said, broadcast on the Funimation channel, 2011. So, wow. So it like it was uh, broadcasted in Tokyo in 2003-2004, which makes sense why it looks a little bit older. Um, we, we, we'll go through this too in the animation piece. And then it didn't come out to Funimation until 2011. So I guess a lot of the, I guess, American audience or English audience didn't see it unless they're really honed into anime at that time until it came into Funimation. That's crazy. When I okay, saw those, so, huh? So it may seem more recent to us, but yeah. kind of like Dragon Ball, we didn't get until like 10 years after. Or something like that. Yeah, because Dragon Ball is what I think uh, 1980, right, or something like that. The late Dragon 80s. Dragon Ball. Um, I think the first episode premiered in 1984, if I remember right. Okay, gotcha. It sounds right. Um, because yeah, it was. I know. I know. Sometime somewhere in the 80s. Um, that's that's pretty cool. A little more tidbit information I did not know about. Um, and I'll put this uh in this uh Wikipedia in the uh, description, YouTube, and also we'll. Uh, put this on Spotify, and I'll put it in the description where you can uh, find this Wikipedia. All right, so let's go into this. Um, the story. We'll go into. The, we'll talk about the story. Um, I, I, I kind of want to say what I want, but I'll, I'll, I'll I guess I'll lead, lead to the end. We can kind of talk about this. So basically, the scene, the story starts out. The anime starts out where we see this truck, and we see all these monsters and everything. They're going around. These gray-looking, whitish. Red, well, I think red-eyed, right? Monsters mm-hmm. look almost like zombies. Um, they're like everywhere around this truck, and all of a sudden you see this character come busting out of the side of this truck, um, going out, and he just has these two pistols. But he, when he bumps, uh, ju- jumps out, he drops on the ground and was I think it was the Interstate Bridge. I can't remember. And just sits there and just like he's just trembling. Basically, he sits there for him and just trembles. He doesn't move. He doesn't do anything, literally, and he, you just hear these monsters, rawr, rawr, rawr. In the background, he's just, he just like, you know, just chilling. I was like, okay, what are you doing, man? I know, I feel like they're trying to build suspense on this, but this, this to me, sets a tone how this whole anime is, where it's just kind of like it, suspense, and then just kind of dull, and then kind of action. So, as we, as I said, he's just sitting there chilling, and then all of a sudden, he, he, the uh, I know those gray monster looking things come up to him and try to smack him, but he blocks with his gun, and then that's when he starts when all crap goes haywire. He starts going boop, 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 with his double pistols, shooting all these monsters up, and then that that was basically kind of it, right? Um, yeah. Uh, it's just like it was. It was I, I, this. You probably will feel this thing. Hold through this daggum anime, and I, it, I'm, I'm I'm trying to be positive about it, but. It has some cool scenes, and this was a cool scene, kind of trying to get you sucked in. Oh, there's a little bit of action, a little suspense, but and then it just stops, you know, and then just kind of ends with them shooting him up, and then just stops, and it goes into, um, back into the, uh, oh crap, what did it go? It goes back into the truck, right, where they're talking. There's a uh, there's a uh, girl and a scientist, um, where they're kind of just chit-chatting about, and then we see Brandon, uh, the cowboy. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. This is the part that irritates me, too. It goes into the scene. After this, it goes into the, uh, um, uh, the opening theme song, the video. Remember that? 
this whole mm-hmm. like low key jazzy it didn't feel right i mean it felt so off to where the tune they try to sit in the very beginning what do you think about this the the whole theme like video theme song music yeah i don't think it fit very well it um seemed more like um you know like the ending theme to um cowboy bebop yeah that's it, it you know, yeah that's that was kind of thing that's about kind that of too. what it reminded me of but it's like mm-hmm. that's something that you play at the end of the show yeah you know it's definitely didn't make me interested <laughs> you said that you found so, it interesting or it wasn't interesting I, it didn't make me feel like i should be interested in this show yeah i know it felt that, i was like oh man when i heard this like is this gonna be like a boring tone already you know, it's like usually you want the opening of a, of the you know at least most animates depending on the anime course. But if you're if you start with the action scene, then you want something more upbeat, like kind of like I wouldn't say metal, but a little more upbeat than what this low key, chill jazz sound. It was just, it was threw me off. Like first I started I was like what? Yeah. Like a good example is the theme to Trigun. Yeah, I don't particularly care for that theme, but it does get you amped for the show. Yeah, you know. It's fitting, at least, even though I don't particularly care for it. Right. Yeah. And I'd be honest. It's been a long time since I actually heard Trigun, but I, I think I remember what it is. But yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was just I don't know. It's just it was it was such a letdown. This music was. I mean, if I was just chilling in my truck or car, you know, listen to it working, I would love that music. But when I'm watching this after like a crazy looking, uh, almost I won't say almost crazy, but. With a dude shooting off these dual guns at these creatures, you know, and as they shoot them, the bullets, they, the creatures shatter basically like glass or crystal. But as it, after that scene ends and you go into this theme, this opening theme song, I'm like, what? Ugh, I don't know. Yeah, there's like, oh, uh, when I first saw this, I hope this isn't going to be setting the tone of how this whole thing is, but we'll go into it. Um, so after that, that, that kind of boring theme opening up, uh, we go to a scene where we see uh, that the cowboy. Um, which is uh, Brandon Heat is sitting in a chair with blood capsules around him. Uh, it was this seems kind of odd because I almost thought he was a vampire almost because he he was literally like sitting in this chair, the silver steel chair, didn't move, kind of like this. If you see me just chilling, you know, in the chair, like what the heck? And then you see like these rotating uh, jars of vial or vial vials of almost I think blood, right? I think almost looked like blood. I couldn't tell. Uh, so I assume there's blood, it's just kind of rotating, or rotating, or rotating. And there's you have several rows and and uh, uh, and, and, and um, uh, columns of this. It's like and then it just it was weird. The whole scene just kind of threw me off. Um, and then we go into a scene where the, there's a scientist and young girl chatting, and he goes into saying basically this girl that's with them is being hunted down by the organization. We don't know who the organization or who the organization is. But they're just kind of chit-chatting. He's kind of not putting her down, but it's pretty much saying, hey, you're basically, you're lucky you'll be with us, but in a sense. Um, then, then the scientist kind of goes on uh, chit-chatting about a little bit of other things. I'm not going to detail it. But then um, the girl starts talking about how Brandon Heat is somehow connected to her mother, um, as there, as like a long time ago, somehow there were friends, like old friends, and he, she, and basically he, she went, sought out Brendan, which is, um, who who was shooting all those guys, all those guys, and with this said, it kind of kind of sets the tone. Okay, so basically he's there, she sought out them, and 
she is wanting to she was she was wanting to be i guess in protection of them i think that's kind of the motive because it doesn't explain how she met up with them basically so i was trying to put like pieces together in my head how did she actually get to, to this group of dudes that one looks like a he's being controlled or he's just a kind of weird zombie dude just mindlessly helping people or it seemed like or at least helping them out um how do they get together it's, it's so weird um, what did you think about this? I mean, just kind of like. Well, yeah, it's so weird. Wasn't I, was sure. put... I was just trying to figure out what the relationship was. I mean, because you had the scientist there, which makes sense what he's doing, that he's keeping this guy alive. The question is why? Yeah. Uh, which I know with a lot of shows, they don't tell you immediately anyway. So it's always, you know, I kind of wanted to know, but I, and then the girl there, all we know about her, I think. I can't remember if it, it was at this point or later that they say she's being hunted. Yeah. We don't even know why and why she's involved with these two. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know. I understand the whole mystery thing behind it, but the, I don't know. To me, this is the whole tone throughout the whole show. It drove me insane. I was like, I couldn't. Yeah. And then we later we find out that of course, Brandon heat is called grave, but his real, his actual full name is beyond the grave. Which is kind of a cool name, you know. It's like, oh, cool, you know, beyond the grave, he's gonna be putting, he's gonna, I don't know. I'm trying to think beyond the grave, like I'm trying to think what is he gonna be putting dudes in the grave? Or he's beyond the grave, he's already dead, and he's all this ultra super, you know, strong dude. I don't know. It's kind of, it's still, it's different for me. Um, and then we kind of go into the doctor walks out and starts talking to himself, almost as if he was talking to the heavens. So it goes to a scene where he, he's just kind of walking outside. Kind of the area looks like a desert, almost um, kind of plain looking, and all the colors like this throughout this whole anime is like dark gray, gritty. Um, just like a lot of gray, a lot of like soft reds. It just the whole thing just threw me off. But he's just kind of sitting there saying, you go and talking and just kind of saying uh, talk like he's looking up or or talking like. To the heavens, as if referencing to a big daddy. I'm thinking it's just he's talking like a god-like figure. He's a reference to a big daddy. I wonder if the of the man he chose and your daughter and what this means. And I don't know what they. I mean, I don't know. It, to me, it does I don't know what that means. And then he goes into the girl's mother. Is not in this world anymore. Which she, uh, as a girl, is saying that um the before in the uh, that her mother passed away, um, and then and then later on. It goes into how this person name, and we have no reference to who this person is, but Tokioka was basically there to, to, to protect her. But he actually died shielding um, his body to protect her, using his body as a shield to protect her, uh, Mika. So the so the person who killed her killed Tokioka is a person called Harry McDowell, which AKA Bloody Harry. Who worked for this company called Millennium? It was just kind of I don't know. It was kind of I don't know. I know they're still trying to build suspense. But at this point, I just almost didn't care anymore. I don't know how you feel, but I was like, I'm like, I'm I'm so over this already. I sure. like this. <laughs> it's hard to follow what was going on. That's the big thing. Yeah. And uh, they had so many threads that they were trying to put out there, and I think mm -hmm. too many. It's it's one thing to have something that you feel is important to have a shred of mystery to want to keep the viewer from to watch or to get the viewer to want to watch more. But yeah. when it's when you have so many threads, it makes it so hard to follow. Yeah. 
and then you just create apathy and ap an apathetic viewer is worse than a viewer who hates your show so gotcha how, how, how do you say that because uh I'll, I'll, i'm interested in what you think of that why, why do you think that because the the interesting phenomenon that people have when they hate something they'll still watch it an apathetic viewer doesn't care and will not watch it makes sense gotcha yeah it's yeah yeah well it is what it is right now with this anime so okay so then after this we discover who who this girl is mika and then we found found out that of course there's this person Tokyoka Primo saved her from uh, Lady Harry, who works for Millennium Boss. Okay, so these are the key points right now. So then it goes to a scene where you see a dude driving this like sports car, driving down, uh, driving down the highway like bad out of hell, um, where he goes into this huge corporate building where he's debriefed by about the situation that actually occurred in the very beginning sequence of the of the anime. Was it, uh, first, I don't know what the heck they're talking about when they were going through this, where he was thinking that most of the people that they uh, sent out to, uh, I, don't, I don't think they even went to what they were doing, but I can't remember. I kind of zoned out a little bit because this part was kind of a little boring too, um, were that uh, all the guys that were there, all the guys called org men, I guess I'm assuming that means like uh, organic men, I guess. I don't know. Org men were killed and no one survived. So I'm assuming that's the first scene that occurred in the very beginning anime. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's one thing I could put together with this. Um, and then it goes into it goes into who they are. They're, it's the Millennium Meeting. Um, and then they are trying to find a spy that could maybe somehow find all the issues from my understanding. Uh, it was, that was kind of a weird scene, too. Um, then at the very end, the head boss, which I think is Harry. I think, right? The boss, the head guy on the table, I think that guy's, I think it's Harry. I'm not for sure. Because they keep everybody very discreet, very, don't give out any names. It's very kind of low key and no names were given. Um, but then he, at the very end, um, the head boss after meeting is over. Um, the boss is given a picture and shows a picture of a young Brandon Heat with black hair. Now, Currently, what we see Brandon Heat, or called Grave, he is just a great, has great white hair. So it's like, okay, so there's there's something happy between how he turned into Grave and he was in something else before, I guess, because there's a difference of pictures and, you know, how you looked. And it could just be because it's seen, they seem to lead it that uh, Brandon is now undead, a zombie. Um, and it just could be that's the reason why he has white hair. Um, like, I don't know if you ever watched the show Eye Zombie, but all the zombies in that show all had gray hair. No, I didn't know. Actually, no, I never knew that. And I haven't seen it, actually. I I, I've it. only watched a piece of it. My wife oh, okay. loved the show. <laughs> nice. Well, then that'll make, that would make more sense, for sure. I mean, I guess when you when you pass away, you're, all your, your pigment, I guess, changes. Right. So, it dies. Um, huh, that makes sense. And then... It goes into a flashback. As soon as this guy sees a page, oh, that's Brendan, blah, blah, blah. Um, it goes right into a flashback of what happened to the girl, which is Mika, and it shows 
her as a little girl and her mom running away from people and they're getting shot at for whatever reason. It doesn't go into, but it kind of just shows like a little small dream that she's running away with her mom and she's getting shot at. Then it all of a sudden just switches right back, boom, to her target practicing with a gun and not able to hit a can. <laughs> I was like, what? This sequencing and and pacing of this whole first episode. Granted, it's we're only it's only a twenty four minute episode. I was like, okay, this this pacing is just drives me insane. Um, and then it, then Graves walks up. You see, he, so she's shooting her um uh, her little pistol, trying to hit this can, which she can't hit at all. She's maybe like five feet away from the can, I guess, almost. Um, then it shows uh uh. And then, okay, okay, and this is the part, and goes right from her shooting the can that goes right to a sewer looking uh, scene where there's a homeless guy there. And all of a sudden, this, this gray looking creature, kind of like the ones we saw before, but this is a spider one, which is grayish, whitish spider with red eyes. Um, he all of a sudden, he kills this dude, the, the homeless guy, this creature does. I'm like, okay. Then after they just switch right back to another scene, I'm like, what the heck? I'm still like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm so done. Um, then it shows, um, I mean, what do you think of this scene? This is, this thing just threw me off. Like still, I was like, you know, I'm going to be honest. Um, I don't even remember this scene. The, the problem. <laughs> so I think we're kind of already highlighting whether or not we're going to continue this anime. Um, but my surprise. The, you. <laughs> the problem is, is that it seems, um, it, it's the show has been pretty forgettable. I'm going to be honest. It was hard for me to follow. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I think halfway through, I just stopped caring. So a lot of the stuff, I, I mean, obviously I remember the climax of the episode, but it's just, was yeah. that even a climax? <laughs> <laughs> kind of, I guess. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It, that, yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll go through this. Um, so the story go keep on going. Um, the grave, uh, all of a sudden, from the it goes right back to the truck, and Graves wakes up and starts walks walking out of the truck. Okay, cool. He just kind of does a slow walk. Coom, coom, coom. He's just kind of like I don't know, just I don't know, just walking aimlessly into nowhere, basically into the where the scientist is walking to. I guess I don't know. Um, the scientist then explains that once he is awakened, he doesn't have control. So something's controlling him, and what that's controlling him is called the past. Now, I don't know if this is like figuratively or if there's something actually called the past controlling him. That's something that throw me. I don't understand that part, but I mean, yeah, it's like the past. Is it? Is it a? Is it like, like mind control, or is he literally figurative thinking the past is haunting him? He's just kind of just going through like a zombie, like you said, just aimlessly helping people out. We have no idea. He just, he just literally just sits there and walks to a grave. So yeah, that, that's that, that scene. Um, and then he's miles walk around to the desert town with that they are in. Mika is actually kind of following him hobbling. I didn't really, she, she's obviously hurt. And I didn't realize she was even hurt. She had uh, with the bandage and she was kind of, you know, hobbling at, right behind, you know, uh, grave. Cool. You know, um, I don't, I didn't know if she was hurt. So she's kind of hopping, hopping behind him, and all of a sudden, he kind of stops and grunts. Looks like he's grunting in pain, but I don't know if he's like grunting in pain or just the past. He's thinking about the past, and 
and uh, just trying to, I don't know. He just sits there just looks like he's in deep pain, agonizing pain, uh, which it takes him down to his knees. And he just, just gazes off into the city. Um, and after that, uh, he heads to the town's graveyard. This is, I don't know. This scene was kind of odd to me too. It's like, is this, a, I don't know. I'm more frustrated. So at, <laughs> in the graveyard, and this is your fault. You chose this anyway. <laughs> oh, your recommendation. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Um, that is true. Um, we'll get into that after this. Um, in the graveyard. So they're in the graveyard and Mika is trying to understand uh, what grave is doing. And he's there and then goes into a, wondering why the organization is after her and took her mom away from her. She kind of just chit chatting to herself and grave. I guess she, if he's listening, kind of gets some money. Why um, the organ, organization organization is after her and her mom was taken away from her. I don't know if her mom was, I thought she died, but I guess this part when they said, and I also don't know if this is like maybe a bad translation between maybe the uh, manga. I think this was a manga, uh, before and like into the English because dubbed piece could there's there's a, always a, like a sub and dub which can either break it break a uh, anime or make it you know or make it great but right now I think there's maybe some translation issues reason why we're filming this way too um but yeah she, she's kind of going there and wondering what's going on and then um it goes into um grave picks up a uh a giant rock and then looks like he's almost going to chuck it at Mika, which it does. He chucks it, chucks it at her, but it goes flying past her. And I don't know if this is an animation issue or not, but it goes past her and goes into like the woods almost, or like it hits something. Right. And then all of a sudden it looks flickers back to grave and Mika and then flickers back to all of a sudden there's a spider, that gray, big gray, gray spider again. I was like, what? Okay. So that was weird too. Um, and then it kind of, after that, it goes into, um, do you see these bunch of cars like racing in, you know, out of nowhere, uh, be like the old, I guess, uh, the Lincoln town cars, you know, black looking like uh, FBI, CIA type, you know, cars. And these guys in these suits just walk, you know, jump out. Um, and then all of a sudden they just start like shooting at grave and Minka. And I'm assuming that was, uh, the millennium company, right? Or the organization. So. They don't really. And again, they, it's another one of those things they don't exactly tell you. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's, yeah. So that was okay scene. So you see them firing at with their machine guns um, at Mika and Gray, Grave. But Grave jumps in front of Mika and shields almost almost maybe it's like they're trying to um, uh, reenact or show some kind of reference to how Tokioka which we have no who this person is, shielded his body to Mika, and Grave is now doing the same thing. Was Tokioka, Tokyo, sorry, Tokioka, I think his name was, but um, was like Grave too. Maybe he was there to protect her. She's like Grave, like she's with Grave, and Grave is protecting her. What's he one of those type of persons like Grave is? That's when I started kind of thinking, was this like some kind of resemblance or some kind of referencing that Grave is like that other person who was protecting her? But with this, Grave doesn't die. He actually can, he withstand bullets. So obviously now he's bulletproof. <laughs> like, okay, cool. You know, I don't know. And then kind of, I mean, if you want to add anything, you can... God. <laughs> yeah, we're going to here a little bit. So with, with this here, and then it's like, 
goes into okay cool he can stop bullets oh he's superman sweet um and then goes into uh the truck the scientists come zooming into the truck with the truck and then all of a sudden he slides but does a uh, you know a power slide over and then turns the truck sideways and then this uh, big huge weapon comes out looks like a gun and um he goes in and then it, he shoots it off out of the truck and it's it carries graves two pistols that big huge weapon like it literally was like six seven feet long just holds these two pistols cool okay he grabs the pistol from there and he starts firing at those guys he ends up killing them and this one weird dude comes out so you remember this guy he comes out of this i think it was a limousine almost mm-hmm. and he's kind of misfigured kind of grayish zombie looking as well he kind of has a twitch with his neck like trying to like pop his bones everywhere and he just all of a sudden just mutates into those group big great creatures we saw in the very beginning mm-hmm. um he just looked like a more super supered up of those great creatures right right like final boss or something <laughs> <laughs> if you want to call that final boss yeah more like a mini boss <laughs> Uh, boss of the episode, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> At the level, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then all of a sudden, he's firing. I think, uh, oh, yeah. And then Gray starts firing this guy. And he's he's drawing him, basically. You know, he's he's looks like he's down. But he, all of a sudden, he's not. He kind of regenerates everything. And his fingers turns into these, like, each finger turns into, like, a gun. Where he's firing, at least, like, bullets out of his fingers. Like, he just kind of just holds his fingers up and fire. Pew, 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 you know? And he just shoots that grave, and it's actually hurting grave a little bit, I think. And then he then goes back to this big weapon case that held his little two pistols, and he uses that to blast the uh, guy away or do something. I can't remember, to be honest. Um, and then that's pretty much it, that in the scene. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's like then after that scene, it goes back to that corporate office where, I mean, do you did you find anything else in that scene that was like interesting? No, not really. It was just like, yeah. <laughs> I, I see your attitude toward it. It's okay. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's just like, and then like the way the episode wraps up, because like it just kind of cuts brief, abruptly from there. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, it actually goes into the corporate office again. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, this is, this is that. like. And I kind of forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> no, right. The only reason why I know remember is because I, I wrote it down. <laughs> So yeah. it kind of goes into the whole thing where it goes back to the boss. I think that it, I don't think it says Harry, but I think it is Harry. Um, uh, bloody Harry, who is the boss of this, of the millennium company. And he goes in and he gets briefed that saying that they got away again. And the death squad, I guess that was the death squad. All these guys, with the guns. And then that one dude was called the death squad was taken out by grave. Then he looks and then it looks like the boss finds out Brandon is alive. So he didn't realize Grave was Brandon and Brandon was alive. So something happened between them, it sounds like. And it goes into Brandon betrayed him at some point in the past. Cool. And now the boss has a passion to where he just starts screaming and screaming. He was wanting to destroy Brandon. And that was it. That was the cliffhanger, I guess. Now he knows who Brandon is. And now he's going to do everything he can to destroy him. Just destroy him. Destroy him. Just I'm going to destroy him. He keeps repeating it. Like screaming. And I'm like, okay. Whatever, you know. And, and that was pretty much in the episode. This 24-minute episode. Um, granted, I, and I probably will say this all the time. 
anime sometimes takes about two to three episodes to get into, but generally any first show episode, you want your person, the person, the viewer who's watching this, you want them to be hanging on the edge of the seats to watch the next episode, regarding our first episode or 20th episode. You want them to kind of still want and be invested in this uh, series for the long run. This was different. <laughs> okay. And, then, and at the end of the scene, it, it, it goes into an episode saying, called it was called young dogs so the next episode is called young dogs i guess maybe the next episode is going to explain a little bit more i don't know it okay well I'm, we'll, we'll go into this so animation <laughs> what did you think of how it looked the animation itself um is a style i do like um at least you know the way things are drawn my only gripe about it is mika i don't like the way that they the this style tends to draw the women i think it just makes them look out of place mm -hmm. the, the, at least the face you know uh like they don't actually it's like if you put um like i don't know if you ever watched the amazing world of gumball with your kids or anything but like mm -hmm. how they have different animation styles throughout that whole show and that's kind of what i feel like she's the only one that's different <laughs> you know as far as the animation style yeah she did seem For the color palette, she seemed more like Grave than the scientist. Like how they chose mm -hmm. the color palettes. Um, the scientist seemed a little bit more, uh, a little bit brighter. Um, I guess, if you want to call brighter in this, in this show. But she was drawn with, yeah, white hair, gray hair. And that's the whole tone. This whole, I've noticed everything's like, like white, gray, dull red, dull colors, which I get because I mean Gundam was that way too in the eighties and nineties, mm. uh, which I do like it, but it has to be a certain way for me to be liked. I don't like the same color palette, so like gray, red, like a lighter black, I guess you could say. I didn't care for that kind of color of the animation, but her, she just kind of looked like similar to Grave. Um, I did see that she did have the red jacket on, um, but other than that, I mean, it was okay. I, I didn't care for it as much to be honest. Um, and I usually do like like with you. I kind of do like these this type of style of animation and the color palettes. But this one, I just didn't. There, I think they were trying to go dark for that time period. And I just, I don't know. It's just for me, the whole thing just didn't feel right, color wise. Yeah, it definitely let it be. It was very drab. I definitely agree with you on that. Like, what I mean with the animation style was fine. It's mm -hmm. just the colors were definitely off-putting, though. Now, yeah, with you, the, the style, it, I, I do like this, like the tall, slender, kind of broad, um, kind of like almost like a uh, top or bottom triangle up and then going down, kind of, you know, that mm -hmm. triangle and then going down like a V. Uh, I, that's kind of like the way it is. I, I, li I like this, that style of animation, how everything looked. I mean, but it did kind of almost feel choppy, a little bit sometimes when they're trying to do some of the fight scenes, it just didn't sure. feel smooth. You know what I mean? It yeah, felt like it was absolutely. kind of rushed almost like, Oh, we got to get this fight scene in and then done. And that's yeah. like kind of a common thing that happens with a lot of uh, shows in general, not just in Japan. Mm -hmm. It's just sometimes they'll outsource it. You know, that might also be an issue to it. Oh, that's, you know, that's um, a good point. Yeah. One thing I will say is like, as far as like the action scenes were concerned, they, it was choreographed well with what they were doing. So I, I can't say that there's any incompetency with the animation. Mm -hmm. It's just, it was hard for me to 
really get into it because I was so confused by why all this was happening. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. The fight scenes were, they were, in my opinion, were decent. They yeah. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to go out and say they're amazing. Yeah. You know, they were on par to how the show was. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it was, it was good. It was, it was the best. It wasn't the worst, um, but it was it was it was on par for how the show, whether how they were trying to get somebody to come via the show, maybe, the the tone okay. I should say. Um, the whole I don't know. The, what did you like most about it? Do, do you know? Do you, or did you like? That <laughs> was you pretty much it? my. Those were the t- things that I did enjoy. I've got to be honest. Yeah, it's a very short list what I had, and uh, you know, and before we go into like the things we didn't like, and I'm mm-hmm. just gonna say this is a minor gripe has nothing to do with the show, but how I was able to watch it. I'm not somebody who watches a whole lot of anime. So, you know, I was only able to watch this on Funimation. And when you're not paying for Funimation, the ads get annoying. Like, (laughs) worse than Hulu is with ads. And um, so that was just kind of a minor gripe. It was available on Hulu briefly. And because I am somebody who doesn't like to watch subtitles. So that's the only way you can get on Hulu because I guess Funimation hasn't outsourced their dubbed version out yet. And I know there's the purists out there and like, and that could be one of the reasons why we're confused because the, like you referenced, he is uh, about the past. Is that a thing or is he actually talking about the past? And that's the kind of the problem with a lot of translation issues is Mm -hmm. that in Japanese, there might be a very specific way of saying it because, like, they'll have certain phrases that are said differently, so mm-hmm. they can mean different things. Right. Whereas when you translate it to English, it doesn't come out as well. So even if it was subtitled, that could still also be a confusing portion. So they could, like, there could be something like a serum or whatever that they happen to have called the past that is controlling him mm-hmm. versus he's haunted by his demons in the past. Yeah. No, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it was, it was different. I wish I could have watched a sub to see it. Um, mm-hmm. now I usually have, I had the captions on too, I think. And I think it was, I can't remember. Cause I was making notes and watching it at the same time. And I think the dub and the captions were the same. I think, um, trying to think if I, if anything stuck in my head i don't think i don't think anything looked out of place of what they're saying like hearing and reading i think were the same thing usually of course you can see the differences um, depending on how they do the uh, close captioning and everything else um it could be different uh but i think yeah. there's pretty much a spot on i think word for word how they're what they're talking um but yeah it was it was yeah i don't know and that was and the, the least thing i liked about this stuff or i, I don't think i said that what i liked about it so I'm trying to think. I, I liked his guns. <laughs> I think the guns were the coolest okay. thing. Um, seeing them come out with those dual pistols, like, all right, he's wielding the two like dual pistols. All right, cool. Um, and the pistols look cool. I liked how they shined in the light. And that was another good animation. They did do shining the light pretty good. The light light sceneries were pretty good um, because they showed a contrast of dark and light and, and the brighter areas. Um, but with the guns, the, I think the coolest thing was him fire those guns um, and shooting at the creatures and seeing them just like shatter when he shoots them. I thought it was so cool. Until he got to that bit, like you said, the boss fight, and uh, he kind of just absorbed the bullets almost. So he no no he didn't absorb. He the 
he started like healing himself, I think. Um, and then the boss fight at the end where the boss was um, uh, shooting his the like guns or bullets out of his fingers. That was pretty cool. That's kind of what I pretty much liked about um, the least. I think the whole. I want to say I hate this. I, and I, I love. I hate. I don't want to dog on stories. I also don't want to dog on animators. But the whole the whole very first episode, the whole thing was boring. I thought it was boring. I literally like it was so hard to keep up. Um, you're trying to put all the puzzles pieces together. Granted, you're not. You, they they're not going to give you everything, but you still need something to keep you glued to understand what you're going to get into, or what the next episode might be, what you know the cliffhanger. It was to me. It was not enough cliffhanger. I was like, okay, I'm not gonna watch this again. You know, like type of situation. Um, they tried to keep you going, um, but yeah, what was what was the least thing you liked about it? So okay, so yeah, like it was it was just bland, and I think it has to do with the color palettes. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I wrote before. Um, I also think that because you know, they, they called Brandon now beyond the grave. I felt they, that this was them just trying to be edgy to have this really cool name when sure. I think it it's a description of who he is. It's not a name. So I actually think it's very unfitting. If they just called him grave or it's the title of the show gun grave, that's perfectly fine. Yeah. But they go on the title, like beyond the grave, yeah. you know, official what he is. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a really bad emo band. So, <laughs> I can see that, yeah. To be honest. (laughs) (laughs) And so, but yeah, it's just like the story didn't keep me invested either because, um, you know, there were so many threads that they put out there Mm. and too much mystery over everything is like we have to have something to understand at least a little bit what's going on. Obviously, we're not going to expect them to reveal everything in the first episode because you have, if you won't are creating a show you have to get them invested and want to find out what's going on if you so but the thing is is they told us nothing about this world there was no world building i think is the big problem oh yeah that's what's missing i totally agree i I, I get it now yeah that totally makes sense so i think that's kind of the problem is that the world um yeah there's no world building i mean you know, a good example of like world building is, um, and the world didn't have much to do with the show. Um, I can't remember the name of the show, but it had it was on a Netflix show, and it had Jonah Hill and Emma Stone in it, and they basically go into this like sleep program, and they end up sharing dreams. But the point about it though is that it's supposed to be in the future, and they had like this idea called an ad buddy, and what that is is you. Uh, if you couldn't pay your bus fare, you have somebody ride with you and he reads you ads the whole time. Well, okay. So it was one of those things. They built this world that had less to do with what the show was about. And I was more curious about the rest of the world than, than about the show. I want more shows about this world. I don't care about the characters. Yeah. I want to know more about this world. No. Yeah. You know what? You, you, that's a good point too. Yeah. yeah. I was kind of wanting to know more. What's what, what, what world they in? What are they doing? What's the point of this area that why they came going to this one area where it has like all these high tech little things. I don't, I can't even tell if they're in the truck or in a building at times. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just, it didn't, it wasn't cohesive. It just didn't fit. But yeah, I totally understand. That makes, that makes more sense. Cause yeah, but thinking about it, you, we were thinking more about, okay, where were they at? The, the discussion, what are they doing? Cool. You know, they're just, the story's just there. They're just there. You know, 
and that's it. Like almost the story itself, like a filler of a first episode, almost. I don't know. It's yeah. just, it felt. Yeah, the first episode either needs to reel you in and mm-hmm. give you a little bit about the world behind it, uh, or, but like the fact that we know nothing about anything in that they just it was just a series of scenes that they put together and again this could be a fault of bad translation we but we don't know i'm not fluent in japanese i took a little bit to at least know how things are pronounced but that's about it you know i could read a little bit but that's that was in high school it's like 20 (laughs) years ago now yeah yeah i guess that goes into Hey, buddy, would you continue watching this whole entire season of Gungrave's first season? Would you do it? <laughs> Based on this one episode, I will not be continuing. Uh, it's a zero consensus because I would not be continuing this either. I mean, it it was, it didn't, like you said, it didn't capture attention. It, it really, we didn't care about the characters. We knew who they were. That was it. I, I just didn't only thing I guess they held on was this picture that one picture of Brendan and that uh, maybe um, uh, Harry I guess I think I'm thinking Harry is that head boss I think they may have said it or may not I don't remember but I think Harry is the head boss of the Millennium uh, organization but yeah was, yeah. yeah I mean yeah it, it, the manga could have been great I think I think it was a manga most Animes are mangas. Well, you mentioned on the wiki it was based on a video game. So. Oh, that's right. Video game. That's right. You know, that's so, a good point. I forgot about that. Maybe they didn't have enough source material and they're trying to put things together. Granted, I don't know the video game. Oh, well, that could have but, been I mean, too. again, the game could have been based on a manga. We don't know. You know, I, I don't this know. is the first I had heard. I think I had heard of this show before, uh-huh. but before you brought it up, but I am not sure. Um, but yeah, like you, I, I decided to go with this one based on your recommendation. Yeah. Um, cause I didn't know what to watch cause any anime I'm interested in watching, I've already seen. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And that's <laughs> what, uh, kind of like, oh yeah, no, I understand because this is the whole purpose of the show is like, find something you might, might surprise you. And if you're not a non-anime person, find a show you might get you, get you hooked into the anime scene. If not, then, you know, then anime might not be for you. But yeah, this is, I, I think, yeah, it's, I'm trying to see if there was a, a manga right now, but I don't see it. Sure. Me a manga. But yeah, you know, just some background. I'm not somebody who watches a lot of anime. I'm very picky about it. I don't like a lot of it. Um, and, and I think it's just because I've known so many people who think anime is a genre but the problem is, is anime has like millions of genres. Yep. Oh you know, yeah, it's very just much like so. Any, it's just like any TV show that we have here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, film. it's just a, yeah, it's film, and um, there's a lot of cultural differences that sometimes I can get past it. Other time, other shows I can't if it's all based on Japanese culture. It's like it's it's right here for me, and I don't. It's not somewhere I'm t- going to be living, so I'm not really interested in learning the culture too much. Yeah, some little factoids is fine, but not the whole thing. Gotcha. I think I read somewhere that Gungrave is in the Trigun universe, right? Because I remember when you yeah, were asking for that's what you mentioned. Yeah, that's what you mentioned to me because Trigun is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm like, okay, that sounds interesting. And if it is in that universe, it did nothing to think okay. make me feel that way. Gotcha. So I'm looking at this TV tropes dot org, um, uh, Wikipedia type thing. It says Gungrave sure. is Earth is the Earth from Trigun universe in the past. 
There were some references in the Trigun and the Gungrave anime and video game, but one of them was the existence of the chicken creatures that was used for transporting gun smoke, comparing racing animals and Gungrave. Okay, cool. That. Now I'm kind of one of curious what this <laughs> chicken racing is. <laughs> Actually, no, I think I do. It's been a while since I watched Trigun, so I kind of, I think that might be like the horses that they uh, ride okay. on. It's these little chicken creatures. Oh, I, I think, right. yeah, kind of like chocobos, I'm assuming kind of yeah something uh but yeah and so okay so it's the earth before they leave to go to i can't remember the name of the planet that they're on the trigon i don't know if they ever named it i don't remember this been forever so i'm trying to try one of my favorites too back in, back in the day but yeah yeah it's i don't know it's it was bland like i said and yeah and i yeah definitely won't have no interest in seeing the second episode <laughs> Yeah, and I and I'm, I'll go on record and say that a lot of anime, there's been times I've watched the first episode, said nah, and then mm-hmm. just didn't watch it. And a friend of mine would be like, no, 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 just keep watching; it gets better. Yeah. And like the sec by the second episode, I'm hooked. Yeah. This one doesn't even seem like something I'd even enjoy the second episode of. And I feel like I'd be, it's gonna be a slog to get through that second episode. Yeah. Oh yeah. It it, it feel like it'll feel more like work. <laughs> Try to watch this. <laughs> yeah it almost reminds me of uh corpse princess um me and my cousin uh we watched that together for a show and uh corpse princess the first episode was like it was guns a blazing it was pretty cool looking the first it was a great first episode gets you hooked on the, on the show then as you start going after the, after that it was a like you said like some anyways it's a slog it was boring watching through it mm-hmm. didn't pick up to maybe the eighth episode and then introduce another thing of gang that came into Anyway, um, but yeah, here, but yeah, it was, it is, yeah, most of like I said, most of it's like three or four episodes, and that's when you need to start really. Either you like it or you won't like it, basically. Right. Um. But yeah, I don't know. Well, man, thanks for uh, hanging out for past. Or was this uh, recording for fifty minutes? Um, it's been a blast. We need to do this again. Hopefully, hopefully, you want to do it again in the future. Um, sure. check out another, <laughs> hopefully, better of an anime. Um, but. Folks, this is Gungrave, and uh, yeah. <laughs> so tell, <laughs> tell the folks where they can find you, which you, um, your link, socials, and all that jazz, and uh, we'll uh, cut cut loose from this. Sure, yeah, you can check out my podcast, Why Does God Matter, on any anywhere you can find your audio podcast. It's audio only. It's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Um, I occasionally uh, stream on Twitch. Um, I am Josh the Deliverer on there. You can follow me on Instagram at Josh the Catholic Lifter. And if you're one of those alt tech guys, I'm also on Telegram. My channel on there is Why Is the God Matter? Awesome. Guys, go check him out. He's a good good guy and uh, always a pleasure having you on here, man. Thanks for everything. Hey, no problem. All right. All right. This, you're welcome. This concludes another episode of Will I Continue? Have a great day or night, folks. Bye. <laughs>